0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: U.S. Health Advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. Health Advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange on the Mesh Podcast Network, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show, it's our first show of 2020, and it's a time of renewal, thought, and overdoing it on New Year's Eve. But it's also time for coming up with New Year's resolutions, and we've got a few for your business this year. But most importantly, we're going to get the new year started right for you and your business. Our guest today is Todd Leiden, the Small Business Center Director at Bladen Community College in Dublin, North Carolina, who will be sharing his updated top 10 productivity tools for small business lists, so you'll be operating more efficiently this year. And finally, we'll wind up with some small businesses of the month, where we'll highlight some interesting businesses that you should be checking out. Welcome. My name is Jeff Neuville. I'm your co-host. I'm Director of the Small Business Center at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller, who is Dean of the School of Workforce Productivity and the Arts at Catawba Valley Community College. Gary, Happy New Year. How you doing? Jeff, I'm doing great. Happy New Year to you and all of our listeners. Uh, that sounds good. And you know we, we always want to thank the Mesh Network for hosting us and want our listeners to know that uh, the Mesh is a great way that you can be reaching a targeted audience at a low cost. If you're interested in advertising on the Mesh, you should go to themesh.tv backslash advertise or you can send an email to info at TV. So that would that's also another way to ex, uh, extend your reach reach your customers and uh get your uh, your marketing word out there. So go go uh, go check out the, the mesh.tv cuz they got a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh Gary, it's we're we're sitting here in early January. Uh I don't know about you. I I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy. I don't know
2: are you? I'm not uh, although I had made the resolution I was going to Start getting in better shape and eat better. I uh, haven't done well with either of those
1: since on the first three days. Okay, well, it's it's yeah, you, know, you, you got time. So yeah. anyway, and you know, and when I talk to my wife about the uh, New Year's resolutions, she says that we should call them New Year's intentions. In and I like that. that yeah, you know, and that uh, maybe it puts less pressure on us. Well, I mentioned our wives. Uh, my wife
2: Tammy had. Uh, on New Year's Eve, said I need to uh, do some things, so she gave me my New Year's resolution. And that was to be better around the house and trying to fix things and doing things to make the house better.
1: Well, that sounds like a fabulous New Year's
2: Eve that oh, you wish It was really exciting. Well, that's great. It put a lot of pressure on me before the year even started.
1: Yeah, you know, we we like to talk about a, an article or something that's helpful to our listeners at the beginning of our show, and and you know I usually go out and go through some magazines, go online, look for things, and there there are always a lot of things out there on New Year's resolutions. But I will say that some of them sound a little bit uh, generic and vague, and like you know, we need to communicate better, we need to get online. Yeah, okay, let's yeah. We also. Yeah, we need to love our mothers and apple pie, too. So, I, yeah, I, I tried to come up with a few that seemed a little bit more relevant to, to small businesses. So, so some things that you should be thinking about this year. Number one, make sure you invest in cybersecurity measures because it's getting to be a pretty dangerous uh, uh, cyber really world is. out there. I agree there. with you. So, Are you uh, protecting yourself? well we we did upgrade our router uh this year at home and and changed some passwords and and I'm embarrassed to say that uh before we didn't have a password so you know the bad guys could probably just drive by our house and you know and do everything but now we have a you know a you know a very a very good password so so we we did some of that at home uh number two uh, just good to look at your numbers and where you can when you start the new year. You might want to trim the fat and get rid of excess expenses, review vendor pricing, and see how you might use technology to cut costs, which I bet Todd is going to give us some ideas for uh, that as well. Todd will do a great job
2: for us later. We, uh, at the college, literally I met with Dr. Henshaw and our financial officer, Wes, yesterday to talk about the budget for 2020. And, and he said, "You're gonna, do I still have a job, Gary? <laughs> yes, okay. everything is good. Okay. But it, quite honestly, I thought that was a really good thing to be doing on January 2nd, to be looking at where we are. And for us, that's the middle of the year. Our fiscal year is June 30th. Uh, but I felt really good to be meeting with the financial officer and our president to look at how well we've done the first six months, And more importantly, what we're going to do in the future, because a lot of times we want to look back as a reference, but we really need to be looking forward. So I thought that was the first time we've done that at the college. We're doing more and more analysis work uh, with uh, Dr. Henshaw and Wes on a quarterly basis now. And I think that's going to make us more effective in -hmm. getting things done. How'd I
1: do? You know, you're you're (laughs) walking the walk, man. So that's good. Uh, Third one. Good time to uh, to maybe refinance and reduce your debt costs. You know the interest rates actually came down last year. Um, you know maybe uh, take out a line of credit if you can. You know uh, you know if if your if your credit's good you can get a line of credit. You know, it's better to get it while you can as opposed to when you might be in trouble. So something to be thinking about there. Uh, and I got two more. Number uh, number four on my list was find a mentor. You know, uh, you're my mentor. Yeah. Well, that's and, and you're mine. You know, sorry, <laughs> actually, no. Todd is my mentor. But okay. There uh, you go. Well, we got a good triangle. But uh, uh, but uh, uh, you know, having having somebody to talk to is, about your business, and, and you know, and that's what North Carolina tries to do with our small business center network. But having having people that you can discuss business issues with and and rely on. Uh, you know, you don't have to do it by yourself. It's okay to ask for help out there. So find a mentor. I think it's always good to have another opinion. And the last one on our list, which which probably falls under the the, the vague, you should be doing this every day, but but I, I fear that that people don't do it enough is actually. Meeting customers in person, whether you have an online business or, or what sort of business, you, you need to find ways to make sure that you're, you're talking to customers, understanding how you're meeting your needs, how you can meet their needs better. Um, you know, find, find some ways to make sure that that sort of communication is going on in your business, and you might find some new opportunities or ways to improve your business. I think that's a great idea. Again, I was
2: in a meeting this morning, and we were talking about classes online, and there's a place for online classes, but have that face-to-face interaction with an instructor or certainly with our customers,
1: uh, there's no
2: substitute for it. Uh,
1: so anyway, those are just some ideas, you know, we're, and we're, you know, we're not, we're not uh, saying that you should go out and make New Year's resolutions, or, but it's good to have some good intentions for the new year. Make a fresh start. Make sure things are, are heading in the right direction for your business this year. So anyway, that's our, our very quick update there. But what we really want to talk about today is uh, tools that you can be do, using to improve the efficiency of your business. And we're very fortunate to have Todd, Todd Uh Todd, how are you doing? I'm well today. Thank you. Good to see you, Todd. Um, it's always it's a pleasure to have you back on the Entrepreneur Exchange. And Todd is uh, one of our Small Business Center directors, a colleague uh, uh, from Bladen Community College, which is in southeastern North Carolina, and he's also a regional director within the Small Business Center Network. And uh, it's it's great to have him back. He's been with us the last couple of years, and. Yeah, you know, I get to work with a lot of smart people, and I put I put Todd at the top of that list. He is always looking to find ways to help his clients start up businesses, small businesses, uh, improve their efficiency th- efficiency through technology. Um, you know, he's sort of a go to guy that I like to talk to. So it's 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 just a real pleasure to have you back with us, Todd.
0: Well thank you for having me. And this this is number three, so I, I went back and looked at two years worth of recommendations to make sure I didn't um, uh, step on my own toes. Well you know, a little bit of recycling
1: is good, you know. So I mean if if, if it's still recycling. Okay. You know, if it's if it's still the right tool, we, we, we wanna we wanna stick with it and, and, and whatnot. So how how are how are things in southeastern North Carolina? How are how's life in uh, Bladen Community College?
0: Oh, we're good. Um, uh, the, the school's doing very well. We got um, a new building that I'll be moving into at some point in the near future. Um, looking forward to that. And then, um, uh, of course, just like yourself, we're we're gearing up for the uh, new semester and all the all the people coming back from uh, from the holidays.
1: Well, and and our as our listeners probably know, you know our small business center network in North Carolina. We work with folks who throughout our communities, not not just uh, uh, students, and actually not that many students, at least in, in my college. We, we really are working with people in the community that are starting businesses, people that are. Small business owners that are looking for ways to grow their business. So, so most of the work that Todd and I do are, are out with people in the community that are doing startups or in business, and and uh, you know we're always trying to find ways to assist them. And uh, when it comes to business productivity, uh, you know, Todd, uh, you 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 seem to be uh, out there doing more research and and trying different things with people and. Uh, for the last couple of years, we've asked Todd just to share some of the tools that he's come across that might be um, uh, good for you. So, so Todd, hit us with it, man. What what are you? What, what are your recommendations for 2020?
0: Well, but, but I, I always like that. One of the things that I thought I'd do because we've we've done it in a couple of years past before I get to honorable mentions is um, looking back at the past year. I know there were some noticeable. Um, uh, Losses. So I have an, uh, in, in, in memoriam, uh, segment to start with. No, let's hit it. So we could say goodbye. We could say goodbye in 2019 to a couple things that I liked. One thing I didn't really care about because I haven't been on a, a, a Mac or an iPhone in a while, but iTunes died this year, of course. Um, but noticeably on the other side of the aisle is, um, Microsoft has killed off uh, Windows Mobile, so presumably there will be no more Windows Mobile phones in the future. Um, And then the two apps that I really liked that were Google-oriented, that they killed off, they had what they called Inbox, which was a Gmail-specific app, which I always recommended when they put it out initially, and they killed that off, which they want to do very often with a lot of things that Google does. Um, and the other one that I like that I think just died recently was Google Cloud Print. I think they're they're turning that off relatively soon. It's another one that if you had a smart um, printer, you could functionally print from anywhere, including your phone, because it was basically going over the internet and it would you know you could print something from anywhere. Now I think most smart printers now have that capability, so I think that's why they killed it. So. Uh, what uh, a little value by giving you an immemorium section here.
1: Uh, should we? Should we take a, a moment of silence, or, or, or can we?
0: <laughs> was, I, I, I think that was more than enough right there. Okay. Um, I always go back to the honorable mentions, and what I realized was is I've, I've mentioned them three. This will be three years in a row, and I'll, I'll quickly go over these. These are kind of like the bread and butter. Um, I constantly am recommending them, no matter where I talk about. It and, and two are actually all of them. Uh, Part of the reason I realized I recommend them consistently is because they always get upgraded despite the fact that they're all basically free or freemium level um, tools that people use. Um, I know you remember I've recommended many times Wave Apps as a financial tool, as an alternative, especially for a small business, um, especially somebody that might be considered a solo entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. um, as an alternative to QuickBooks. Um, that outside of paying for payroll and uh, payments, which you know, you're know you going to have to pay for with any system, everything else they offer is no cost. And um, like I said, one of the nice things that's always been about them is they're constantly upgrading it, constantly doing new and different things with it, so they'll add a lot of value to it. Um, very similar to that, one that I've always recommended for marketing purposes, if you're not a Photoshop person and don't have that kind of skill set, is Canva. We've talked about them past couple of years. Um, It's online, but also has apps where it makes it easy for you to create um, uh, graphics and upgrade your pictures, do social media posts quickly, that kind of stuff. Um, So I always go back to those. And then the other one, which uh, I'm a Google fan, but uh, Google My Business, I always mention, and Google Drive as an option Um, if you're not on the, the Microsoft platform and those kind of things pretty heavy. Um, Both of those have been consistently upgraded in the past year in particular. um, Google My Business has become much more uh, competitive, so I always recommend that. And again, it's not just a browser-based thing, but they have an app for it as well. So those are kind of my honorable mentions that I always go back to because um, they're so useful.
1: Well and I know we've gotten some 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 complaints from these guys for not getting off the honorable mention onto the top 10 list. I mean if they make a donation to your small business center might they might they be able to move up into the top 10 list? How does this work?
0: Well, the top 10 list is 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 constantly changing. That's why we want to give you new and fresh. Honorable mention is because they're always going to be there. Okay. Seemingly,
1: it's sort of like a it's sort of like I a, it's of like a ha- this hall of fame sort of situation
0: almost. Yes, hall of fame. That's actually probably what we need to do for next year. The, okay. They go into the hall of fame. All right, that, that'll probably um, calm them down a bit. But in, in recycling, if we're going to get back to the real list. I've got a, the first two are actually recycled. I looked in. I've made recommendations for them in the past, and I'm putting them back on the list because they are so useful for folks. Um, the first one um, I mentioned two years ago was schedule, which is S H D U L. Don't ask me why they went with that spelling, um, but for number ten, a schedule um, it is a design specifically for salons, um, hair places, those, ty- those types of places that offer a service like that. Um, but at a freemium level, it offers. Um, those types of places, especially if they're appointment based, um, or whether it's a service based business to, um, manage all of their online, uh, their, their, their inventory, their clients, their appointments, all of that for no cost, except for like waves if they take payments or manage payroll. Um, and this year I added them back on the list because they finally added apps that make it, Mobile friendly, so especially if you're somebody that's out and about doing a service-based business, it'd be something to add to the repertoire uh, that, without high cost.
1: And was that S H D is in dog or J is in Jeff?
0: S H E D U L
1: S H S H E D U L schedule oh. schedule schedule. Okay, schedule. okay. that's. Let's I say it. It yep. sounds like schedule. All right, gotcha. All
0: right. Um, Another one that I'm recycling, and I, I can't remember which year I mentioned it, but I'm going back to it as well because I, I get a lot of requests for um, customer relations management systems that um, that work and can do it pretty well without um, adding a lot of cost, but are, are pretty robust is BITRIX24, 24, B-I-T-R-I-X-24. 24. Um, I mentioned them uh in one of the years past and they're one that i've gone back to every time we look at a crm system that isn't going to break the bank but has a lot of functionality to it um, that's a very common one and that's especially for a startup um, that wants to manage their folks and they have upwards um and they're again freemium almost everything i ever recommend is a freemium level so that you can try it um and then be able to, uh, if you have to take it to the next level, but at theirs, they can have up to 12 employees. So even if you have some employees on the system, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really ding you too hard. Cool. So those are those, those are my recycled ones. Um, And I I can't remember if I've mentioned it in the past, but one with a couple of clients I've worked with a lot this year, um, almost is a, can it seems kind of silly to say that they're a competitor, but they they kind of are. But at the same time, they've been around forever today is square up. Um, Going back to, um, they're another one that over time has added so much more functionality to not just being a point of sale system and an online payment system, but they've gotten more robust and added a lot more features, especially for somebody looking at starting and especially if you're that kind of solo entrepreneur, don't have a lot of employees or anything extr- extraneous stuff to worry about. It would make a lot of sense for somebody to consider using Square Up. Um, cause again, it's not terribly expensive. Of course, it's, it's, it was originally designed to be a point of sale and online uh, payment system. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, it's it's gotten much more robust. It's it's gotten a lot more features to it. So when I've got clients who had that need, it's been a, a huge recommendation this year. Very good. Very good. All right. We're still with you. Um, uh, that was number eight. Number seven. And, and you're getting some bonus for, bonuses this year. I've got thrown a couple extras that uh, just happen to line up pretty nicely. Number seven, um, I usually get people I recommend a travel app. Um, in years past, I recommended Waze, but this year, um, based on my trip to, uh, Key West over the holidays, I'm recommending Turo, T-U-R-O, okay. which is basically Airbnb for cars.
1: Okay. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm going have to get my, my head it. around that.
0: I've used it twice in recent memory. And the reason I suggest it is. um, uh, A couple months ago, we had to move my daughter, and we needed to get a van quickly. And, of course, it was over the weekend. It was going to be tough to get a hold of any of the rental places. and Of course, they were going to be terribly expensive for just a few hours worth of work. And I went on the site and looked at it. And again, it's like Airbnb for cars. If you've ever used Airbnb, it's the exact same kind of thing, except it has all the rental functions that you would with a car that has baked in insurance, just like you would do, um, if you went to, you know, enterprise or whatnot. Um, so we did that and we rented a van for one day, did all the moving and returned it to the owner and had no issues. And so when I had to make this trip to Florida, And the rental prices were going to be crazy because of the the holidays. I went on there and was able to rent a smaller vehicle, um, at a significantly lower cost, but I had options too. I could have rented, I was very tempted to get a a, a convertible, but I didn't because the weather wasn't that great. So, but, uh, it was an option. So, um, but that's one that if you're traveling, um, and need a rental vehicle, I'd recommend because, um it gives you some uh, options versus just going with the enterprise.
1: And is it like uh, priced in a similar way that some sort of combination of days and mileage uh, situation or what, how, how does that work? Um,
0: the They seem to be designed to keep you within the state. So for example, um, when I used the one, I don't remember the earlier one, but the one I did just recently, it was capped at the mileage amount. So it was only designed, um, uh, Eight hundred miles over four days I got it was two hundred miles a day, so you presumably would stay within a, a limited area, but of course then they just tacked on mileage costs, but it was fairly affordable and okay. like I said uh, and it fit the bill so it was a decent option
1: All right. well sounds good
0: um, Number six um, going back to Google. Um, one that I've I've recommended in the past was Photos, which is the app where you can manage all your um, pictures. But one that kind of gets ignored a little bit that is, that my kids have really pushed me into because all the schools are using Google is Google Slides as a alternative to PowerPoint. Um, a lot more, the kids are really. They're, they don't even know what PowerPoint is anymore. They are doing almost everything in Google slides. And part of the reason for that and most people don't realize it, is that there's a lot of um, add-ons, what they call or basically what you might consider like a plug where you can do all sorts of other things with it. Um, one example I found recently, um, I was working with a client and they wanted to do stuff like Canva, but you could easily do it in slides. Designing a picture, designing a thing, and changing the, the, the slides with an add-on that made it easy to pull in pictures um, and then create almost the exact same kind of uh, graphic design type of stuff. That was just one good example, but there's a lot of other things you can do with slides that most folks don't realize gives it much more functionality because it's online.
1: Well, and I also think I've used Google Slides. Some I believe you can also save your presentation into a PowerPoint format if you so desire to do that. So, so course, anyway, yeah. there, there's some it's functionality there. It's very flexible. So, yeah.
0: Along those same lines, and and one of the tools you're actually using today, which I'm pleased to to suggest that you know it shows that you, you know you're, you're forward thinking, is Zoom. Um, we're recording this through. Um, through zoom.us uh, I guess I couldn't get zoom.com but it's a meeting slash webinar platform we've gotten a lot into webinars this year as a tool not just for our, our purposes but I've also been encouraging clients and people that I work with to if, if not webinars necessarily for presentations and meetings. Um, to take advantage of it. Now, it's it's one of a plethora of different ones and one that I usually recommend because at the freemium level, it's a pretty good resource, um, but it's not terribly expensive if you have to pay for it. And uh, definitely one that it, whatever video communication tool you want to get into, it's definitely one that I'd recommend versus some of the other ones.
1: And, and I've used that some at my small business center, but, but uh, we, we, we must commend the good folks at The Mesh because they've, uh, they've figured out a way that we can be looking at you and uh, talking with you. You're, you're on our big screen right here, so uh, Zoom <laughs> seems to fill the bill.
0: All right. So so that's one that I I suggest. And and along those lines, for number four, I've got two that kind of go along with this. And I know you heard about this earlier on because we do a lot of presentations. um, And if you do anything like that um, with groups, um, whether it's internal or external, um, one of the things that we were talking about was how do you get interactivity, um, especially with an online presentation, but also... In person, and two tools that we've looked at is Meeting Pulse and SliDo S I dot D O S S I L I'm sorry S I S L I ido D O SliDo SliDo I think I don't know how they say it, um, but both of those are online. Um, and, of course, you, if you pay for them, you get a lot more bells and whistles. But even at a free level, they provide interactivity with surveys, questions, and they don't require a download. It would just require somebody to use a, uh, a smartphone with a browser to look up a, a simple page with a code, that kind of stuff. And then they can interact. Um, my kids tell me that they use that kind of stuff all the time. they got the clickers in class. Um, But it would very be very easy if somebody's doing a presentation to get um, uh, immediate feedback based off of these two quick tools. All people have to do is pull out their smartphone, and um, and uh, it's a it's a it's a really good tool. I've been using them when I do presentations now, and I'd recommend it if anybody does any types. Presentations, whether they're live or online, and, and
1: I've been to I've been to some of your presentations at our professional development meetings and seen that in action. And I thought it was uh, very useful, and and uh, and you did a good job with it. So I'm 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 with you.
0: Thanks, you, sir. Um, Number three, along those lines, and a huge issue in the coming year, I think it's going to be for a lot of folks, is we're starting to see it's raised its head. And this this cuts with both the presentations online, in person, and otherwise. Um, And there's a bunch of other tools for this, but one I found that is pretty good at a freemium level, um, but that if you have to pay for it, it works even better, is otter.ai, O-T-T-E-R, like the animal, .ai. And it is a transcription service that bakes itself into um, different platforms like Zoom and other webinar platforms so that if you're doing a live presentation, it does live transcription. um, But it also has an app so that if you're sitting in a meeting and you need notes and you need live transcription, you can have that right there as well. Or if you have any video or audio, you can quickly upload it to the website and it'll, you know, produce a a transcript for you that you then have to edit to make sure it matches what you need it to to say and who spoke, that kind of stuff. Um, But it's actually very good at its freemium level, um, which I recommend for folks who have to do any of this kind of stuff that we've been talking about, whether it's presentations, meetings, um, the webinars, you name it. Anything with video... Where you're going to have to worry about accessibility and people reading the closed captions or whatnot. It's a, it's an option.
1: Okay.
0: Got it. Number two. We're almost to number one. Um, along those same lines, Google and a couple of other platforms are right there. If you probably heard Android 10, with an Android 10 phone will have live transcription baked into it so that somebody who has an accessibility issue um, would actually be able to pull it up if the app did not have closed captions or subtitling to be able to do that. But Google's already of a curve on that and a couple of those that I recommend for folks and, and this is both in, uh, English and where I recommend in, in, in other languages. And I learned this one because my son was taking Spanish is Google Translate has gotten so much better than just looking at translating a website, if you download the app now, it has a conversation component where if you meet somebody who speaks a different language and of course I think they have like 90 different languages plugged into it now, um, you can hand them the phone and then they can speak into it, it'll translate it immediately, you can look at it, read it, understand it, or have it verbalize it back to you in English and then have a conversation with them and do a bunch of different crazy things that most folks don't realize it can do now, including the visual translation. Now, if you pull up the, the, the phone on it, or the, 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 the the camera on it now, it can take a picture or not take a picture, but live, look at the, the, um, the verbiage on a book or whatever you're looking at and do the translation right there.
1: Pretty amazing stuff, man.
0: So for folks who I've got people who are worried about bilingual communication, that's an issue. Then, then for the for the straight up, uh, if you're dealing with somebody with hearing issues, they also have Live Transcribe as an app that does pretty much the exact same thing that I was describing with Google Translate, but with somebody who's deaf, where you could basically hold up the phone and it's basically you know live and it's. Much better than it used to be. Everybody wonders why Google Voice and all these things are been listening to us. That's why. I mean, that's part of the re- reasoning is it's it's adapting to our uh, capabilities. Um, and when I tell folks now, they need if they're adapting to online searches, they need to be thinking about that because most people that's how they're doing online searches now. Think about how many people are saying, "Hey Siri, where's the nearest Mexican restaurant?" Or "Hey Alexa," or "Hey Google," you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's or, hey, how we operate now. That. That's right. That's right. You know, and that's you know why we're dangerously driving down the road uh, talking into our, into our phones as opposed to texting into our phones. It's probably just modestly less dangerous. There so. you
0: go. So our number one, I thought I'd give you part of my secret, the secret sauce for <laughs> how I keep ahead of all this stuff. And I have a list of where I go for all of these things as they're coming out. So this is how I stay ahead of the curve. All
1: right. If you, if you, you know, I this could make you superfluous to the whole uh, entrepreneur exchange, but go ahead, Todd.
0: <laughs> there's, there's two great websites that that do reviews for people, and if and then these are where I go a lot of times if I don't know something out of the gate. Um, are Capterra, C A P T E R R A, and GetApp which is exactly what you think it is, G-E-T app. Um, Both of those are comparison sites for not just apps, but, you know, any kind of software um, that, that are pretty good. They're kind of like the Yelp for all of this online stuff. So somebody's looking for a productivity tool, and Capterra is very interesting because it categorizes based on different uses. So, for example, when I've got nonprofits or churches that are looking for something particular, they have separate categories even for them. Um, so those are pretty good. And then two others that I do that are kind of the on-the-cusp kind of things are List which is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It's a place where people who are rolling out a new software want to get people on board as quickly as possible. And Product Hunt, Product hunt. Um, which, again, is exactly what it sounds like, too. Both Those two are where new stuff starts coming out, and that's where you start seeing things that um, you're, you, know, you haven't seen before, and um, they're addressing a need, usually, that, that people aren't addressing.
1: So so if our listeners uh, are sitting around in June or July and like uh, saying, I don't know if I can wait for Todd to come back in January, they can go to one of these sites, Captera, GetApp, Betalist, exactly. product time. I'm
0: giving I'm I'm giving you the secret sauce.
1: Well, you know, the, the, by, well, There's nothing
0: like uh, hearing him live.
1: Yeah, well, you know, by, or by, to- by, by June or <laughs> July they might not remember this. So they're they're probably gonna come back. We'll probably be looking to have you back again, Todd. So so you know, don't you're you're not working yourself out of a job quite yet, much to your dismay. I didn't, I didn't
0: think I would, but that's okay.
1: Okay, okay. Well, look, you've given You've given us more than ten things to be thinking about here. You know, you, you know. I, I think you know between honorable mention and and you know your extra sites here on uh, number one, we got we got fifteen or twenty things that we have to be uh, working on this year. You know, and
0: uh, I, I, want to keep, I want to keep you on your toes.
1: Well, I, I will tell you that I, I make notes as you go through this, and I pick out two or three and say I've got to at least try to become you know, somewhat adept at this, or, or, or Todd is going to think poorly of me and, and make me buy the beer the next time we get together. So I, I, I'm sensitive to that. So yeah. I'll, I'll quiz you. Well, you know, Todd. You know, one of the, one of the other things that we do here on the Entrepreneur Exchange with our our guests is we like to have a lightning round uh, with some quick questions. Are you up for that?
0: Oh dear. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, these are like just quick questions, and and our lightning round this year is is sponsored by Globo Gym. Do you want to look good? Go to someone else's gym. But if you already look good, you should go to Globo Gym. You should check it out on the internet. So. So anyway, we've got that was a tease. I need to know what that is. Oh, you you do. You should know (laughs) what that is, Gary. So you need to check Globo Jim out. Anyway, Todd, we're going to ask you some quick questions and uh, and just you know, just just tell us what you think. So number one, what vacation spot do you want to visit in twenty twenty?
0: Vacation spot, Uh, Savannah, Georgia.
1: Good place. Who is your favorite Star Wars character?
0: Baby Yoda
1: now. Okay. I just heard about Baby Yoda this morning. Oh, you're, you're a little bit behind, but you know, you're <laughs> at least... <laughs> well, I'm way behind when it comes right. to Star Wars. All right. Uh, Todd, Beatles or Rolling Stones?
0: Rolling Stones.
1: Okay. What is your favorite day of the week? Friday. <laughs> That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite ice cream flavor?
0: If I remember correctly, you picked on me for picking chocolate last time, so
1: I'm going to go with Rocky Road. I, I'm, I didn't mean to ask you the same question. I apologize, but we'll we'll go back and check the records well, on that. So he's, All right. Last question. Who will win this year's Super Bowl? And I've got to make some bets, so make sure you give me a good answer here.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm terrible at this. Um I'm terrible. You know, you don't want to, you don't wanna take a, you don't want to take advice from me on this one.
1: All right. Then not we'll, the Panthers. We'll, not the Panthers. Okay. Well, we're not going to go. De- with that. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: <laughs> All right. We're going to let you off the hook on that one. All right. Well, thank you for playing the lightning round this year. And cool. t- Todd, if people want to find you, where should they be looking? Is there a, 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 online or a, how would they find you?
0: As it, it, I tell everybody, every time they say this, I just say, Google Todd Light, and odds are you're going to find me one way or the other. Um, if you you, you 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 probably aren't functional if you can't find me online. You got, you there's got, only one other person who pops. Apparently, there's a Todd Lyden in Minnesota.
1: You're the Todd Leiden of North Carolina. Oh, yes, I, I think we'll say you're the Todd Leiden of the South. Yeah, we'll give you the entire you South.
0: So. Oh, you get all right. Southeast.
1: <laughs> Here, all right. Uh, well, Todd, we very much appreciate you sharing your top ten list and being back on the Entrepreneur Exchange. It's always a pleasure. At the end of our podcast, we like to highlight small businesses that we've come across. And Todd, do you, do you have a small business that you'd like to share with our listeners that you've come across?
0: I, I do. I was, as I mentioned, I, I traveled to Key West over the holidays. And one specific site I wanted to make sure I visited um, was a place called the First Legal Rum Distillery in Key West. And part of the reason I mentioned them was they did a phenomenal job um, they've only been operating since uh, 2012. Um, the owner was a chef who traveled to Cuba to learn how to make rum and then set up a rum distillery in in Key West where he now produces a, a veritable line of rums. And the best part about it is of course, appealing to the tourist level of it, but I can see how this would work for anyone, especially knowing that North Carolina we're seeing a you know getting out of craft brew into a lot of distilleries. Um, they do a a tour every day and then a how to make a mojito no. class.
1: Did did you partake? Did you partake in the uh, how to make a mojito, or did you just taste yes, said I mojitos? Did. I, I wanted
0: to learn how to make a world class Cuban style mojito. I went through the class, and they upsell you on everything. You can go for free; it's all free, of course. But they upsell you, and um, and of course you learn how good their rum is and how to make use of it. So it's a good a good example of. of people who are getting into that business elsewhere to take a look at how they do it.
1: So it's, it is the first legal rum distillery in Key West. Is yes, that, sir. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Gary, what uh, what business are you going to talk about today? Well, my small
2: business of the month is Carolina Carriage, a local success story. Have you heard of them? I have not heard okay, of them. Okay, good, good. It's a success begins with Tougher Howell, We grew up on a horse farm where he, first got his love for horses. As a teenager, Tuffer began competing in rodeos. At 14, he began working with classic carriage rides for two years where he washed horses and then drove the carriages. Unfortunately, at the end of 2005, classic carriage rides moved to Florida and shut down. But Tuffer loved working with horses and driving carriages. So in 2006, Tuffer decided that he would take his lifelong experience with horses and put it to use. So he decided to start his own business, the Carolina Carriage Company. And Over the past 14 years, Carolina Carriage has quickly become well-known across the state and has earned a reputation for having the top-notch horses, equipment, and professionalism. Today, the business resides at Tuffer's Farm called Haven Valley Farm in Bethlehem, just outside of Hickory, and all the horses are kept and cared for daily by Tuffer and his wife, Cassidy. Carolina Carriage now has 12 carriages and 10 beautiful Horses, including Belgian, Clydesdale, and Spotted Draft Horses. All of the employees are family and close friends, and they take pride in being a faith-centered, family-oriented business. I wish we had heard about them before. I, I love carriage rides, so is okay. my wife, so I think we're going to take them up
1: on it. No, right. Carolina Carriage Company. Yep. All right. Bethlehem, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Got you. All right. Well, my small business of the month is a business called Queen City Metal Recycling and Salvage. And it's actually a salvage metal yard located in Charlotte, North, North Carolina, which was acquired by an entrepreneur named Michelle Cofino in 2013. And when she purchased it, it had revenues of around a million dollars a year. Within three years, she had added industrial clients, and she had driven sales over 15 million dollars. And and actually, the business has from shrunk from a million to 15 million. From a million to 15, That's a and it's actually story. It's, it's shrunk somewhere over the last few years because of slowing growth in China. But the reason I chose this business is really because of her her social entrepreneurship activities. Over 75% of her employees have been incarcerated and have criminal records. And she's created a nonprofit group called Moving Mountains uh, with a second chance program for former inmates. And she's been very involved in advocating for prison reform. She's bought rental homes in her area, which she leases to her staff and employees, Her her motto is recycle metal to recycle lives. She's won several awards, including the North Carolina Small Business Person of the Year from the Small Business Administration. She was a runner-up in 2019 for Small Business of the Year in Business North Carolina magazine, and that's where I first heard about her. And she also owns her own salon called MC3 in uh, the Charlotte's Midtown neighborhood, where she actually will be cutting hair. So... this creative approach and her entrepreneurial spirit, uh, uh, Queen City Metal Recycling and Salvage, and Michelle Cofina is my small business of of the month. You can find them at www.amm3.org. I think the MM is for Moving Mountains. So anyway, uh, as Joe Bob would say, you should check it out. Great choice, Jeff. Thank you. If you've got a suggestion for our Entrepreneur Exchange Small Business of the Month, you can email them to us at eexchange at themesh.tv. We want to thank Todd Lydon uh, for joining us today. Todd, thank you so much for, for returning to the Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Exchange. It is always a pleasure to talk with you. I look forward to working with you this year. Thanks, Todd. We appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me back. We want to Gary. We want to thank the Mesh Podcast Network uh, for uh, having our show on and Uh, As we said, if you go to TheMesh.tv, you can see a variety of shows, everything from uh, comedy with John Reap to chick Chat to uh, actually they're even doing a show about The Bachelor this year. So uh, check out TheMesh.tv. Who
2: would be doing that?
1: Uh, You'll have to listen. Best wishes to everyone for a spectacular and productive 2020. Be safe out there, and we'll look forward to talking with you again next month. Take care, folks.